Come on, hurry up, Jordan. We're going to be late. I yelled as I swiftly ran across the street. Okay, hold on, honey. These presents aren't really light, you know. Jordan replied back as he vigorously slammed the trunk of the car with his leg. I was so anxious to see my family since it's been almost a year since my husband and I moved to Ohio. My mother texted me a week prior about this Christmas party. My mother lives in Pennsylvania, so it's a bit of a prolonged drive. Jordan and I walked up to the illuminated decorated door and rang that tuneful Christmas doorbell. Oh God, Jesse, my baby, come over here and give me a hug, my mother said as a glistening tear went down her face. Mother always gave the best hugs. They were always so warm and comforting. She sees my husband and proceeds to say, So this is the lovely Jordan you were always talking about. Jordan began to blush and greeted my mother. Hello, Mrs. Danes. It's a pleasure to meet you. He took off his fuzzy glove and stuck out his big yet soft hand to mother. Oh, aren't you the sweetest thing ever? She said as she tightly hugged him. She let us in the house. We wiped off our boots on the rugged doormat and walked in. The wooden floor was recently placed so you could almost smell the oak. I took one long sniff and I could smell the freshly baked gingerbread coming from the oven. My father was sitting on the couch with a warm cup of eggnog in his hand. Once he saw us, he jolted off the couch. Jesse, my baby, how are you? My father said as he went for a hug. He hugged rather tightly, yet it was so comforting and warm. My husband stuck out his hand and said, Hello, Mr. Danes. It's a pleasure to meet you. He said with a warm smile. Hey, sport, the pleasure's all mine, my father said while shaking my husband's hand. Well, my, my. What a strong grip you have there, sport, my father said as his smile got bigger. Not too bad yourself, my husband replied. Would you like some of Mama's favorite, famous gingerbread? Mother offered us. Yes, please. It smells delicious, my husband replied. Give it a minute for them to cool down as they just got out of the oven, my mother replied. My husband went down to sit with my father while I went to talk with mother. So, how's Ohio been? My mother asked. It's going phenomenal. I was able to find a job real quickly. Jordan and myself found a house and it's just lovely, I replied. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so happy that you and Jordan are doing well. Mother yelled as she placed the warm gingerbread on the white plates. Here you go. I hope Jordan likes it, Mother said while handing me a cold glass of eggnog. Don't worry, he has a horrendous sweet tooth, I said rather jokingly. My mother and I walked back to the living room that was illuminated and beautiful with all of the bright lights and a dazzling Christmas tree. Hey honey, I got us some gingerbread, I said with a soft voice. Ah, sweet. Thank you, Mrs. Danes. My husband said as his eyes widened. He and I took one bite of the warm gingerbread, and it was just like when I was a kid. The gingerbread was warm, sweet, and crunchy. My husband's eyes said it all. 
This bread, this is the best gingerbread I've ever had, he said while savoring the taste. I'm so glad you like it, dear, Mother said with a flattered look on her face. At this time, there was a knock on the door. I'll get it, I said. I walked to the door and looked through the small peephole on the door to see that it was my Uncle Terry and his wife and kids. I opened the door and his face lit up. Jesse, come here, sweetie, he said while hugging me tightly. It's so good to see you, I replied. His wife was right behind him and was ecstatic to see me after a long time. She hugged me and said, Oh my, I'm so happy to see you, my little pumpkin, she said. I replied, Oh, I missed you so much. Their kids were only babies, so I couldn't really say hello, but I was shocked to see how big they've gotten less than a year. Once they came inside the cozy house, they said hello to everyone. My husband was doing his best to get along with everyone. We all sat down on the red soft couches and just started talking. Before I knew it, the doorbell rang again. I got it, I said softly. This time, when I looked through the people, it was everyone. Aunt Mona, Grandpa, Bear, Grandma Barry, Grandpa Pete, my brother Evan, my sister Nancy, my nieces and nephews. It was everyone. I haven't seen in so long. Overcome by joy, I quickly opened the door and said hello and hugged everyone. After everyone went into the living room, it was all time to have some fun. Before I knew it, the whole day passed. I didn't even notice because of how much fun everyone was having. It was the best day I've had in a long time. It was almost midnight, and it was time for presents. Oh boy, oh boy, I can't wait to see what I got, my niece said excitedly. I bet it's a rocket with how big this box is, my nephew said. Right, as the kids were about to shred through the wrapping paper, my Uncle Terry said something, or had something to say. Hello, everyone. I know the kids were just about to open the gifts, but there is something very important to say to everyone, he said, nervously. What's wrong? Did something happen? My mother asked nervously. I'm sorry to tell you this, but I have a confession, Uncle Terry said. Well, what is it? My father said. Then, Uncle Terry goes on to say some horrible news, leaving everyone in shock. I can't believe what I was hearing. I don't know why he waited so long to tell us. We went through the whole day just to hear the news that ruined it all. Uncle Terry's wife was beat red. I couldn't believe what was coming out of Terry's mouth. How could someone so bright and happy do such cold and ruthless things? He stopped talking and sat down. You heartless man, his wife told him. Before anything else could happen, Terry went outside. Honey, are you alright? My husband asked with a very worried voice. A tear went down my cheek and I said, Why did he do that? What would have possibly happened for him to do that? I said while trying to keep my composure. 
Do you just want to go home and calm down? He asked with a calm voice. Yes. I don't want to be here anymore. I just want to lie down in bed. I replied. Okay. I'll get our things. You just need to say goodbye to everyone. He told me in a soft and comforting voice. Without a word, I went outside to say goodbye to Uncle Terry, just so he would know that I still cared for him. I was walking behind the house with the wind cold and my heart colder. I tripped on a lump of snow and I noticed something right next to the tool shed in the backyard. It was Uncle Terry's coat. I was covered in blood. I lifted the jacket to find Uncle Cherry lying in the snow. With a huge deep cup on his skull, I screamed and dashed back inside. Call 911 now, I yelled when I was in the living room. What happened? My father said in a worried voice. What's going on? My mother asked nervously. It's Uncle Terry. He's in the backyard. With everyone curious to see what happened, they followed me to the tool shed in the backyard. Everyone saw the frozen body with soulless eyes just staring at the sky. It was silent. Terry's wife was screaming her lungs out. There I was, standing as the snow crunched under my boots, while the paralyzing fear shocked through my body and as the breeze made everything even colder. Terry's wife went from screaming to laughing. But not just any laughing. It was maniacal laughing. She was going psycho on us. Call the police, Mother said while having a breakdown, because her only brother was dead. Now, I couldn't even go home if I wanted to. This jolly and happy day went upside down fast. My husband called the cops and gave them the address. The cops arrived in less than 15 minutes. The officer walked up to me and asked what had happened. I told him. Mongo told us something harsh about his past. I told him everything. The policeman inspected the body and saw a golden bracelet and asked, Who does this belong to? My grandma Barry said, That's mine. So you're telling me that this bracelet is covered in the blood next to the body? The cop said, confrontingly. Wait, no, it's not what it looks like. My grandma shouted, shut it. The cops yelled. You have the right to remain silent, the cop said. No, no, please, my grandma yelled. The cop took her into the back seat of the car and slammed the door. He walked back to us. It's all right, everyone. The situation is taken care of. Slice. Terry's wife hit the cop in the back of the head with an axe. The cop fell to the ground with blood pouring over the snow. What have you done? Mother screamed while me along with the others were frozen in fear. I killed him. I killed Terry. <laughs> and now I'm going to kill all of you. Terry's wife yelled. She lunged at me. Right as I'm about to shut my eyes, my husband tackled me and took the swing to the thigh. Ah! He grunted in agony. Another cop 
ran to the backyard and shot Terry's wife four times. She fell to the snow with blood over the snow with her maniacal laughing. I'll see you all in hell, she shouted. Then her last breath was taken. I got up and my husband had a big cut on his right thigh. I put snow on it to try to help. Paramedics showed up in less than five minutes after and took Jordan to the hospital. The authorities took the bodies and not too long after that, they said that they would come back tomorrow. I drove to the hospital at that and my husband was at and he was okay. He had some stitches, but the doctor said that since the cut wasn't that deep, it only cut the tissue. The muscle would be just fine. I slept in the chair next to Jordan that night. I woke up the next morning when Jordan looked at me with a warm smile. I told him, thank you for saving my life. A tear rolled down my eye. Of course, I would do it again if I have to. He said, can't wait to go back to Ohio, I said. Me too, my husband replied. I just can't believe that Terry would rig gamble machines to always make people lose and take that money so he could pay his bills. I don't get it. He wasn't poor, I said. I don't understand it either, my husband replied.